is CNN. <coughs> oh, sorry. April, <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> it's really two noobs talking. So if you came here for news, get the F out. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of April Fools, I've got two of them with me. I've got Jacksonville John Tracy and Metropolis <laughs> Matt Craig here. I am Illinois Smith, your 2024 presidential candidate. Woo-hoo. I have zero indictments, zero porn stars paid off, <laughs> and a functional brain. So yes. vote for me. Love it. Love it. But anyway, enough of politics. Mr. Craig, how art thou? this afternoon i am very well uh of course uh big news uh is that uh i basically this morning sang three hours with a great choir at church but my voice is pretty well shot at this point so i am drinking a lovely blend of tea and honey the nectar of the gods basically to kind of just soothe the throat and hopefully my voice will improve as the podcast goes on uh but i'm doing pretty well overall uh, just gotta get the voice back that's all yeah, well that's that's interesting because had uh in our original plans i was going to do a fun fact and it was going to have to do with very 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 hot foods that would scald your throat as they <laughs> <stand> <laughs> down. Nice. but that it was not to be you're going to have to stay tuned for that next yeah, time exactly. uh mr john how are things in texas yeah they're texasy um go bees by the way i love bees very pro bee very pro bee um so i love honey so very very pro bee um it's my it's my life's work too it's my it's my life's work very pro bee there you go i am i am also pro bee i am anti-wasp however yeah wasps terms seem to serve no legitimate purpose to me and so they must be squirted with the most toxic of uh, things that I can purchase at my local Home Depot. Matt, you I, have a point. I was just going to ask, what was the name of that? Was it the Murder Hornet that was the big deal like about yes. a year, year and <laughs> yeah. a half ago? Yeah, he was He was like 17 yeah. inches long or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, and would like kill you if he stung. Like, I haven't heard any news yeah. in regards to that. Yeah. So I'm assuming they're pretty much well, taking Well, my brother apparently had one in his attic. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's probably like just like yeah. Knowing him, he was just exaggerating. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a regular um, <laughs> but I've also since I've also since seen videos of murder hornets being like torn apart by praying mantises. So yes. I guess they're not as uh, not as That's tough as we're. I'm also praying pray mantis. Um. Oh, I love praying mantises. Are you kidding me? They're like the greatest ever. Dragonflies too. While we're at it, mm-hmm. dragonflies are the greatest as well. Yeah. I saw mosquitoes. Hell yeah! I saw one Wednesday morning, uh, leaving for work, walking down my steps out of my complex. He was he was flying around at the at the bottom. He was I mean, bi- three times bigger than a normal dragonfly. I was I stopped for a minute just to watch him. I was like, hey, dude, where, where are you working out? <laughs> <laughs> you were large. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> well, this is episode one thirty one. Fact check me real quick. Hundred yes. percent. Because yep. I don't even think we discussed that in pre-production. Yep, yep. Yeah, totally 131. Right. Spot on. Uh, I see, like. a memory like a steel sieve. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you guys again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So episode 131, and as we do recently on Two Dudes Talking, we've got a fun fact and a over 40 rant. Love it. I think John may be tackling both of them today, interestingly enough. But first... This word from W Energy Drinks, that's D-U-B-B-Y 
W, you go to W.GG, find yourself a, an energy drink you like, put in the promo code Two Noobs Talking. That's T O O Noobs, spelled like boobs, but with a N instead <laughs> of a N, B yeah. at the front. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> Love it. You get yourself 10% off. Matt, what's the uh, what's the flavor of the month? I think it's still blue raspberry, and I would have ordered a cup, but, I mean, obviously with the throat being a little shot right now, I'm having tea with honey, so that's yes. kind of put on hold. But the order is coming, Jets. I'm yes. just talking awesome. right now. Awesome. Did you use the promo code? The most important question. Well, I haven't ordered it yet, but it is well, so. uh, mentally. Mentally it is. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's W.GG. Go there, John. Favor us with your wisdom. Well, Matt <laughs> wants to do a little pun segment, but I'll give you a quick one. Oh, right. Well, I'll give you, well, I'll give you that, that comes after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'll give yeah, you a quick one, real quick. Fun fact bees can sting other bees. They are known to defend their, their defend their um, homes with uh, aggressive stinging to each other if they're two different colonies. So just a little fun bee fact. Yeah, but don't bees when they sting isn't that suicidal? I mean, they leave their stinger behind if I recall. Only if it breaks off. Yes, only if it breaks off. Like the, when with the bee so fighting can... from this is when they feel threatened, they just do it to scare away. They just give you a little poke the other bee and the bee's like, "Ow, that hurt." And then he leaves and then goes back to his colony. Um, <laughs> We're going to that's I got that all in. Yeah, I got that all in like next cock fighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's going to be bee fighting. I've already started it. it Steve, we got to talk about the patent for it. Um you right. imagine you get, you like get out in front string, of it. <laughs> you get this string you tie to a bee mm-hmm. and you're okay, you're fighting to the death. I you know, I think the, it's I think it'd be better you take the string, tie it to two bees, and so yes. the bees, like the two, you know when you have like Mythbusters back in the eighties, you had the, the two guys like tied together by the hand, and they each have yeah. a knife in the other hand. It's, like, it's yes. like that. John's yeah. running an illegal bee fighting ring, and apparently, <laughs> yes, apparently, exactly. Um, All right, so uh, uh, let's. Uh, it's April Fools, so let's do the puns, and then we'll get to the, uh, yeah. the over forty rant that John has planned here. Matt, All right, John, pun away. Yeah, gents. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Noah. Noah who? Noah, good April Fool's joke. All right. That was- okay, that's pretty bad. Um, wh- why were the monkeys pranking each other? Why were the monkeys pranking each other? I don't know why. Because they had nothing better to do? It's the first of a- ape rule. <laughs> Yeah. How would a husband scare his <clears throat> wife on April 1st? Well, me personally, I run at her like a leprechaun. <laughs> I'm interested to hear the, the answer. By opening one. a new prank account instead of bank account, prank account. Uh, 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 John's uh, just shaking his head. Yeah, that one messes. <laughs> <laughs> what would you name a research organization that was founded on April 1st? The CDC. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. The who? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> a think prank. A think prank. Yeah. Did you hear about the cloud that tried catching some fog? No, it missed. Know. It missed. That's, That's a good, good one. one. That's a good That's one. A good one. We should That's end on good. that one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll end on that one. That's fine. We'll end on a high note. Yeah, on a high note. That was a good one. 
And now to drag us back into the mud, John, you're yeah. over 40 right <laughs> Into the hell. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's it's. Do I put on uh, rain, rain slicker or what, Johnny? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. So I was uh, I was flipping through TikTok like I always do during the week. Uh, oh you know, God, that's step one. Especially yeah. because uh, especially because WrestleMania is coming up. So I like my my wrestling follow. I follow a lot of wrestling talk people, and Nico Extra, know. my man. Uh, he's an actual wrestler, um, but he's also a, a a commentator of it. Good okay. stuff all the time. Enjoy him. He broke some news that apparently Nick Khan, not Tony Khan AEW, Nick Khan, the guy who is in charge of WWE um, since uh, that slimeball Vince left, um, he handles the business end. <laughs> he of, didn't leave. Let's no, he didn't honest. leave, but he, he's not He's not the head of the snake anymore. Um, no. <laughs> so Nick Khan handles a lot of the business stuff, and Peacock contract is coming up and all that. And the breaking news is that he's floating around the idea of going back to pay-per-view. So going back to, and this is oh. what this is what aggravates me, going back to the like the sixty sixty five dollar WrestleMania one day pay-per-view kind of thing instead oh of doing the streaming services. Yeah. So my over 40, my over pay-per-views anymore. No, they do. They have, they're a part of Peacock and they have a streaming service. So you pay, they just play it all on Peacock. Yeah. You, you, you pay for everything. Other companies like ROH and AEW do do pay-per-views at this model. The reason I'm mad about this is ROH and AEW don't get the money that WWE does because they use the streaming service. I don't understand why a company, and I've seen this a lot recently with these with these companies, they want to go backwards to get that extra dollar, but they're but they're not realizing that they're going to lose most of their casual base because I pay for Peacock and watch movies and WWE. I'm just going to have Peacock to watch movies. I'm not going to watch WWE. I'm just going <laughs> to, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to be available because I'm, it's ridiculous to, especially in this economy, to put something out like that, to go back to an, to an archaic model of watching sports. Everything's on streaming now. Everything is, is available it's it's the same thing that we dealt with with the apple tv where you know the flyers were on apple tv and that it's a bad take why would you before one of your major events float the idea out oh we might go back like you're just dumb you don't know what you're doing you don't know your fan base (laughs) two words johnny two words uh, johnny money talks baby that well that's three but uh (laughs) but money talks but that's also, no. he's not going to make the same money. It's just a, it's a dumb way of business to think. It really is. Because the casual well, fan's going to go away. Yeah. The bad news for the casual fan, though, is you can't do like I did way back in the day, which is tune to the pay-per-view channel. And watch and it. Listen through yes, the scramble. You're listening. No, you're listening. It, listening no, but, through the scramble. Yeah. I you did, don't get the scramble not, yeah. anymore. It's just a blue screen. Yes, yeah. you, you get you get you are not subscribed. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you get. I don't understand the, the pay per view model died years ago. Years ago, yeah, it's probably not, like it's not 10 years ago, probably. Yeah, 
Yeah. No, it's a good point, Johnny. You're right on the money. I, I would I would tend to agree. And uh, really, I think the death of the pay-per-view, if, you're re- if we're really stopping to think about it, maybe, I don't know, does UFC, though, do pay-per-views anymore? No, they have a stream. I, I think, think they have a streaming service. Do they have a streaming they service fight, as well? Fight, okay. TV, fight TV. I think Fight TV handles a lot of that. And there's also... Everybody has a streaming service. Even New Japan Pro Wrestling has a streaming service yeah. that you can watch their their major events on. It's only the really small company like AEW and ROH who are the same. They're owned by the same guy. One and the same. They thing. haven't yeah. gone on to it a streaming service yet. They still work with uh, Bleacher Report. I'm sure there are things that are still pay per view through Bleacher Report, but I mean, you could just nab them anyway off of uh, yeah. uh, TikTok or any other uh, pirating streaming service, you can grab that stuff. <laughs> and that's probably what most people do anyway. Yeah. When uh, When is Two Nudes going to get our own streaming service? Uh, just, when, just putting that out there. When we get a billion that, dollars, because it costs yeah, a lot exactly. of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, we got one step ahead. We got to get monetized first, and we're getting there. So, yeah. I mean, one step ahead. Once yeah. we get there, we'll go on uh, Shark Tank, and Mark Cuban will, uh, will give us like a million dollars, <laughs> and then he'll handle it, because he's the, he's the guy who started all this BS anyway. So, <laughs> it's, all right, it's well. Wrong. <laughs> Here's the here's the model. We will start our streaming service on the moon. There you go. Hey, nobody's, nobody's ready to do yep. that. Yeah. And speaking of, speaking segue. of segways, dun, jinx. Dun, 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 <laughs> topic topic one. one, gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. Topic one, and with my free. Uh, oh no, sorry. New York Times was a different article. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> this was a Yahoo article. Yahoo. My attention by me because it was my idea. How about yes. that? How about that? And this this is a from a professor of space law at the University of Nebraska Lincoln. I don't think space law was available at Temple University uh, when I went uh, for my. Would legal you have degree. done it? Would you have done it? Ah, uh, because just like college, you have like electives that you just beat you your way through. I probably would have little, just, little because, mi- just a little minor for fun later. It's yeah, absolutely, because it's a lot more fun than sitting through family law. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but this this gentleman asks the interesting question that I had not thought to ask, but it actually got my brain working, and I think mm. it got you guys too. Very much. Who so. owns the moon? Hmm. Right. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> so. When when we landed on the moon in 1969, which is before my time and before your gentleman's time. times as well. Uh, um, yeah. I said before your gentleman's <laughs> times. Uh, it's not like you were sending probes up there in 1969. That's, no. That's why you can tell Matt's the oldest. He's like, wait a minute. You got a little too close. And we're going. <laughs> he hasn't quite reached that age yet. He hasn't quite no. reached that age yet. Yeah, right, right. So in, back in 1969, obviously the United States landed on the moon and planted a flag, which this guy notes was, you know, in colonial times, kind of the, uh, how you established a colony. You planted your flag in the land and it was hereby proclaimed as yours. Uh, but he says, of course, claiming new national territories had been very much a European habit applied to non-European parts of the world. In particular, the Portuguese, Spanish, Dutch, and French, and English created huge colonial empires. But while their attitude was very Europe-centric, the legal notion that planting a flag was an act of establishing sovereignty quickly stuck and become 
became accepted worldwide as part and parcel of the law of nations. Now, obviously, when we went to the moon, we had more important things to worry about, like bankrupting the Soviets. <laughs> discussion altogether. Uh, but by 1969, obviously, colonialization was basically over. Uh, and, you know, the British Empire was dissolving by that point. Um, so there was not really a single person living on the moon either. Uh, there's no life there, for sure. I wonder why. So, so when uh, Buzz Aldrin and, Lan- and Neil Armstrong, I was about to say Lance Armstrong, Shows you how old we are. (laughs) When they planted the flag on the moon, was that claiming it as part of U.S. territory? And the answer was no. And that's partly because there was a 1967 Outer Space Treaty between the United States and said Soviet Union, Mm -hmm. where they agreed that colonization of things out in space, such as the moon or asteroids was not something that was the international community was willing to do. And so the agreement is that uh, no country will own a moon or piece thereof. Matt, happy about that? Sad about that? What's your feeling? I'm generally happy about it, Steve, to be honest with you. I think it, it, I remember hearing about when the Apollo missions were launching, that it was more of a, let's get to the moon first type of mission, essentially. Like, who would be first to the moon? More of a space exploration type of thing, but never intended to do colonization. No one had ever thought back in the 60s, hey, yeah, let's build a house on the moon and let's see if we can colonize it. And, you know, that kind of a deal. Not like you had it back in the, you know, in the bygone era, shall we say, of colonization. I mean, yeah, I mean, and that was a great piece that you wrote or that you read oh i wrote it and you wrote (laughs) it too um (laughs) no but it i I think it's it's good that they put that treaty in place in 67 to kind of say okay listen we're both interested in getting to the moon whoever gets there first whatever that you know more of national pride more than anything else to get there um but in terms of decolon terms of colonizing it no no it's always been an attempt to explore the universe essentially almost like a ground base now you see with the artemis missions now where they're going to try to go back to the moon and then eventually use the moon as a staging platform essentially to go from there to mars so it's always been about science and exploration and things like that in the universe i i truly believe that um in that regard i agree with you the national pride was probably the biggest part of it i think second biggest was just the technological Mm -hmm. You know, it showed how we got there first because our tech oh, yeah. Yeah. was better. Because there was always the tech, you know, between the two. Yeah, and I'm glad it was it was more of a peaceful uh, tech war mm-hmm. than the other things that they were competing yeah. about at that point. No doubt. Uh, but the the article then notes that while there is a prohibition uh, about a country planting its flag on the moon or somewhere else on a celestial body. Uh, there's still the question of commercial exploitation of natural resources Mm. on said celestial bodies. Um, Countries such as the U S and Luxembourg agree that the moon and asteroids are global commons, which means that each country allows its private entrepreneurs, as long as duly licensed and in compliance with other relevant rules of space law to go out and extract what they can to try and make money with. 
Huh. It's a bit of it's a bit like the law of the high seas, which are not under the control of an individual country, mm-hmm. but completely open to duly licensed law-abiding fishing operations mm-hmm. from any country's citizens and companies. Then once the fish is in their nets, it is legally theirs to sell. Now it does note, on the other hand, countries like Russia and somewhat less explicitly Brazil and Belgium hold that the moon and asteroids belong to humanity as a whole and therefore the potential benefits from commercial exploitation should somehow accrue for humanity as a whole mm-hmm. or at least be subjected to a presumably rigorous international regime to guarantee humanity-wide benefits um, before harvesting things like mineral resources or such like. I find it hard to believe Russia has that position I'm sure it's just a front. John, you <laughs> sighed when you heard about the commercial exploitation. I, what concerns you there? I absolutely agree with what Russia uh, fake statement just said. Um, <laughs> that is my full position. Because yeah. Elon, because in five years, Elon Musk will own the moon. That's what I don't. <laughs> I don't want. Um, I don't want. I don't want to look up in the sky and see the Tesla logo. I'm not interested in that. Um, too late. He's going to put it up there. Just Johnny. not interested in any of that. Like, like you guys were saying before, I, I believe it was the bravada of, it was a race to space. That's, that's the way it was sold to us when we were kids. Um, and we won. And that was a lot of pride, you know, national pride to, you know, we won, we, we did it. We, we put our flag there first when you, it scared me when you said this because I was like, "Fuck, who does own the moon?" Because it's like, what what happened when I wasn't paying attention? Like, does Nike own it? Like, it, I went through that whole like bullshit corporation. Like, what what crazy um rich human being when we weren't paying attention bought the moon? That was my first thought process. Like. Because everything's Amazon. for sale. Amazon.com presents yeah. the moon. <laughs> everything's for sale in 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 this world. So I, 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 I'm, I'm picturing astronomers like teaching, you know, in science classes now. And this is the Amazon.com moon. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Jupiter. And it's, we're not far from that if we don't take a moral stand. Thank you, Russia, for doing that. I don't know why you did that. But okay, thank you. Because um, I think we but, should just copy yeah, I mean, and fix that. On all conversations the moon about presented the moon. by USAA. No, no, it's so bad. We could see, but it. there are, but there. I mean, you would both agree with me. There are potentially valuable natural resources on celestial bodies. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah. hate to leave them there if uh, mm-hmm. they're necessary things. Uh, I just read something in a different article that said China had discovered these glass beads that were remnants from asteroid strikes have mm-hmm. water locked in them potentially 400 billion tons of it um, if we're if we're gonna have a space station on the moon as a gateway to mars it'd be nice to be able to get some water but uh, i mean matt what's what's your take on on natural resource mining how would you yeah. handle it yeah, great question. I, I go back to um, the International Space Station. That was a joint collaboration, obviously, of the international community. So I think it, if you keep that mindset in place, whenever you do mine the moon, if it ever does come to that, it's an international um, enterprise in order to do this. I think if it were to be under American control, or worse, if it's under China's control or Russia's control, then all of a sudden we've got a problem. We've got an issue here. Um, but if it's under accordance with international law, 
you know, I think that would be, be that would be perfectly fine if it were my. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, obviously. I'm just a Lean Six Sigma black belt expert. That's all. Uh, but hold on. But Ow. essentially, <laughs> I would think <laughs> I would think eventually, or really, the, the best case scenario would be to place that under international law. Um, rules, regulations, whatever the case may be, so that not one country dominates it. I think that's where we get into a little bit of an issue there. Uh, I mean, I like your, I like the idea, and in theory, I think Mm -hmm. it's a good idea. And in regards to the International Space Station, when it comes to you're just going to have a can floating around space doing scientific studies, yeah, it's a lot easier to get countries all over the world to agree. When you're actually talking about something that could be commercially valuable and have yes. significant financial impacts i think you're going to have a little bit more difficulty mm-hmm. you know with getting cooperation from all parties um yeah john i'll give you final word what, what would you who would you rather have on the moon at this point uh-huh. <laughs> I am very much in agreement with Matt where it has to be controlled by whoever put the International Space Station together because that was the only thing that kind of worked where everybody kind of worked together. Um, we can't do we can't do like SpaceX or NASA or whoever like they can't they, they need help because obviously they, they could barely land rockets you know four years ago and they do some <laughs> technology from other countries um scientists came over and kind of was like you know maybe that flapper needs to go this way and so we've already seen it in the space community where there is a lot of um help coming from different places they need to keep that energy and keep going like if we're gonna if we're gonna continue to do moon stuff it needs to be with everybody it can't just be one country it's i think we're past that time in our uh in our um history of the world we're past uh being happy because you know, our country made it first. It's more, it should be a joint. All the smart people should get together. Should we send that memo to Vladimir Putin? Just saying, John. Well, he, <laughs> he'll be dead soon. It'll be fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> look, as, as long as we don't look up one night and see the Limu Emu on the moon. Yeah. Face, so we'll yes. tend to think that in general international relations are in the toilet and look at that segue (laughs) (laughs) topic two oh yeah this is a this was an interesting piece uh in the new york times titled why are public restrooms still so rare uh, the author writes that when she was visiting a friend, uh, who, or when a friend was visiting her and asked if she wanted to go on a run in Philadelphia, they did a lot of planning. They wanted the exact route that Rocky ran in the first film, mm. which is physically impossible, by the way. But yes. That's there you go. Uh, not just the route, though, but where to go to the bathroom. And apparently, it did not go well. Uh, they took the Rapid Transit Paco speed line which does not have a bathroom on its trains. Neither does SEPTA or the Broad Street Line, uh, the mm-hmm. regional rail. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. The stations she left from in South Jersey didn't have one either. 
nor did the one when she arrived in Philadelphia. Uh, and when they arrived at her friend's hotel, the lobby's bathrooms were locked. Uh, fortunately, dun, dun, she was uh, able. Fortunately, she was able to make after following somebody else into a bathroom with a passcode, but she got lucky because the United States and much of the world has a public bathroom problem. Apparently, and this could have been a fun fact, on average, the United States only has eight, eight public toilets per 100,000 people. According to the Public Toilet Index, a 2021 report by the British company QS Bathroom Supplies. I'm so glad somebody's there to count them. That is, <laughs> that is far behind Iceland, the country with the highest density of public bathrooms, which is 56 per 100,000 people. And New York City, to no one's surprise, is below the U.S. average at four per 100,000 people. But they have... No wonder uh, it stinks up there. Yeah. They have a gazillion trees, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> the, it evens out. Yeah. <laughs> the acceptance the acceptance of public and shared bathrooms shifted apparently during the Victorian era in the late 1800s uh, with the temperance movement to limit alcohol consumption uh, and led cities to build public restrooms. The thinking went that men wouldn't need to enter a bar to use the bathroom, but in the 1930s, uh, things went down the crapper, literally. Uh, and as the city budgets dried up in the 1970s, the movement for public toilets seemed to end. Uh, mostly because people who doing unspeakable acts were frequenting them and leaving them in uh, poor condition. Uh, John, what do you make of this piece here make... about the um, the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not frequency, but the uh, availability. I guess there you yes. of yes. public restrooms in the United States? Because I think it sounds to me like you see it as a regional issue. There are far more where I live, um, and I've worked all over the United States. Where I live now, there are far more places to use the bathroom, more travel centers, more upgraded uh, areas to where you could stop if you're doing long drives. But also driving across Texas is a day thing. So you're going to have to have a few more than you would, you know, PA, it takes you two hours. You might not have to, you know, use the bathroom in that two hours or, or two to four hours that you're driving. Um, I, I've, I, I've seen it literally in each, each part of the country I've been in. Some are like the East Coast. It's you almost have to. There isn't a rest area. There isn't a there isn't a, a travel center or a gas station that has public restrooms. It's like the one behind the counter or whatever um, that they don't like to use, but it's there. You can see it. We, me and my buddy Jonathan, joked all the time about Texas because of how many bathrooms there were. When we both lived in Dallas, we'd always joke. Dallas has more bathrooms per people, except for when you have to pee when you're on the highway. Because then you can't find more. <laughs> it was always the joke because it was always, there used to be this one like uh, uh, way you, we would get home because we lived, uh, we lived off of a toll route. And when you did that, dude, you had to literally race home to go to the bathroom because there was no place to go to the bathroom. But when you were on the major highway, you passed gas station after gas station after gas station after gas station who had 
that could accommodate. Um, it's 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 interesting that it's taken this long. Um, this is something figure it out. Use, yeah, using the bathroom is something everybody does every day. Um, mm-hmm. the, those numbers are kind of shocking. That we don't have, that we don't have, I, I thought that we, I just lived in places that, you know, just didn't do it. But mm. it seems like everybody has a deficiency. Did she, could have, she ran in Philadelphia and couldn't use the bathroom. That's crazy to me. Like, yeah. there should be yeah. at least one public toilet along the way. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> right? You'd think, yeah. Well, she, you know, she says as public restrooms closed, establishments like coffee shops, museums, libraries, and department stores, which are generally only open during certain hours, mm-hmm. had to become gatekeepers of restroom access. Um, we're faced with an issue where the demand for public restrooms far exceeds the supply, <laughs> said Stephen <laughs> Soifer, the president of the American Restroom Association, a group oh, that advocates that better hilarious. public restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> this gets I'm into applying, I'm applying for that job tomorrow. I was going to nominate you for that job, actually. <laughs> the American Restroom Association. That's so great. the question gets that. into who is responsible for providing public bathrooms? There have been various approaches. Berlin had a, a solution in 2022 uh, where they completed a public toilet expansion. Um, the same year, London introduced Matt's favorite, the community yeah. toilet scheme. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where shops and restaurants could list their toilets as open to the public on the City of London's website in exchange for a small fee. Mm-hmm. Business owners believed that window signs advertising restrooms would bring in customers, mm-hmm. which I think is, uh, you know, in the U.S., a lot of times what you'll encounter is restrooms are for customers only. So you want to yes, come in, yes. you got to buy it. It mm-hmm. sounds like London is saying, hey, you're free to come in and use our restroom and they're banking on converting potential peers and poopers mm-hmm. into buyers. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. That's, yeah. that's, that's quite a scheme they have going on. That isn't a bad idea though. <laughs> no, no, it's not. An, I, no. I, I actually think that's, it's better than forcing people to become a customer to use the bathroom. Yes. It's, you know, um, Absolutely, I would agree. But, yeah. And, and you but can still the, further, yeah, go ahead. You can turn ahead. the the money that you're making from the city that is a that is using. Hey, this is a public restroom into someone that can maintain it. So you're not actually you're not hurting yourself like by mm-hmm. doing a service because there's yeah. money to be made for the people that yeah. want to do it, and that's good. Mm-hmm. And we'll skip over the fact that France has these pissoirs. Um, yes. Oh what is that, by the way, before we skip uh, over that? You've said it twice. Essentially, it? So, all right, in quotes, pissoir or pissoirs, if you're, you know, Joe American. Uh, essentially, completely or semi-private public urinals. So hmm. think of it that way. Okay. Uh, but in sense. Asian countries... They have taken a different approach, uh, whereas Americans might approach public restrooms with trepidation because of past experiences with dirty or broken facilities in China, Japan and Singapore. They expect their bathrooms to be clean Mm. Uh, between 2015 and 2017. More than 68,000 toilets were built in China in what became known as the toilet revolution. (laughs) I'm all for that. 
to keep <laughs> toilets clean. Um, mm. And I can, having been in Japan, I can vouch for the cleanliness yep. of mm-hmm. their toilets. They've also got very sophisticated computer toilets, which scare the hell out of me. But oh yes. my, <laughs> Matt, Matt, what's your what's your take on the the profundity or lack thereof? Matt, that's probably not the right word. Uh, the proliferation, <laughs> the proliferation or lack thereof of toilets in this country publicly. Yeah, I, I it makes you think, I think, a little bit. I never thought in the two and a half years of doing this podcast, I'd be talking about toilets and then this and then and the need for them. But uh, it is a it is a valid concern, um, to be honest with you, because, I mean, Steve, you and I, of course, like we drive the turnpike and. You know, you don't really see much unless you get off of a rest stop to go into the bathroom at that point. And whether or not they're clean or not, who knows, right? And it could be like another hour and a half before you find another rest stop and all that kind of stuff. So I could definitely see, like, and especially in Philadelphia, God, Market East Station. The old Market East Station was just horrendous. Just horrendous. Nobody would go in there and clean it. Nobody from the city. Nobody. And you see stuff in there that's just like, oh my goodness. I mean, and, yeah, if, if but there's no other alternative. Yeah, at that if you're point. a man yeah. and you have to do number one, oh, you're you fine. You can stand yeah. just doing yeah. the urinal. But if you if you are a lady, I don't know what oh. the bathroom condition is yeah. like. But if you have to sit down on the toilet, you do not want to go in any of those stalls. I'm just. Saying. I would. No, I would so, hope it would be better than the men's bathroom, but you don't. You don't know. And. Yeah, God, like it. Yeah, I, we all been through Market East. Jesus, that is. Oh yeah, terrible. oh yeah, and the stench and all that kind of stuff. And magnify that times up in New York. You know, you guys know as well as I do how much of a stench that city is and will continue to be. Um, in that regard, a little New York hate there, but I think it is important. It is important just for the overall health, well-being of the country as well. Um, I love the fact that the that Jap, you know, the Japan, China, you know, they're thinking of ways to what can we do to improve it? Diddle with Berlin, London, even too, with the toilet scheme, which I love that of the entire article. I thought that was just the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> no, if there's anything that can be done, and that's the thing, it's not just having them available, but it's the upkeep and the maintenance. Who is out there that takes the responsibility to go in there and make sure that they are clean and ready to go? Because a lot of times, obviously, even if it's in a state park, it stenches. It's bad. It's awful. The chemicals they use, terrible, awful. If there is a way for us to get better at that in terms of overall, overall cleanliness and health in a public restroom, I am all for, believe it or not. I am all for that, big time. So that's just something we just need to think about doing, really, for the overall health of the country, I think. It probably could improve like It sounds like you don't have much of a solution, though. You'd I, like I don't see it happen, but you don't have. It's not on the either of my mind. Yeah, do either of you have any clue how we can I, fix it? I think. I think the first is the, what you were reading in that article where China and Japan, they, the citizens demanded it from their government, and that might be the first step. If this is something, getting it out and talking about it. If this is something that we as a society want, then our government needs to do it for us. And we need to, we need to say it before it can be done. Like they're not going to fix the toilet problem if they don't even know what happens because we didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> but what, this is how government works. If 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 the citizens want this fixed, 
we go to the government and then we hold them accountable. You're not going to get elected if we don't get like what happened. What was it in Berlin? They doubled it in a year. So that would be what you would hold your your city, city of Philadelphia. We're holding you responsible that we want bathrooms doubled in the four years you're there. Then that gives the, the, the government has to do it or they don't get to play in the big house. That's how government works. And that that is the only <laughs> solution is people learning about these things and then putting it towards their government to fix. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they should be capable of that because it puts me yeah. in mind when the Pope visited Philadelphia, mm. back when I actually would go into the office every day. Mm. Um one day, just out of nowhere, the streets got clean. were lined with porta potty. Yeah, as far as the eye could see. Yeah, and then the day after the Pope was gone, poof, they all disappeared. Yep. Yeah, I think they could make it happen, but you know, it's government, so yeah, don't hold your breath. And now for something completely different. Topic three, which is totally different from topic two. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you're breathing again. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to die of self-induced asphyxiation. There you go. Um, Which Matt told me to do. But anyway. I I told you not (laughs) to do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Good Lord almighty. Uh, I'll say what I want. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you are part of the podcast. You can do whatever you want. So (laughs) So the question is from 6 ABC Eyeball News. Hell yeah. I Love doubt it. it. I still think eyeball is CBS, but anyway, because <laughs> it was is an eyeball. Blockbuster <laughs> is Blockbuster on the verge of a comeback? No. All right. Topic four. Uh, <laughs> I would hope so. But anyway. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> the article says, "Could Blockbuster nights be on the horizon?" Nostalgia was certainly in the air when the video rental company's website was reactivated over the weekend. Uh, This is back from March 23rd. Mm -hmm. As if that wasn't enough to get fans' hopes up, the following message was posted on the homepage, quote, we are working on rewinding your movie, end quote. No additional details were provided on the site, but that didn't stop fans from pressing play on speculation of a possible comeback for the once popular video rental chain. Fondness of the company never went away, despite the chain all but entirely going out of business. You guys will remember, at its peak, Blockbuster was a premier destination for movie rentals, as well as video games and entertainment. Yep. However, companies such like that damn Netflix and stupid Hulu (laughs) stole my flyers from me, uh, begin to... (laughs) began to rise in the uh, 2000s and the rental chain started to decline and in 2010 filed for bankruptcy. I remember that because I bought mm. a number of DVDs at discounted prices Yes, and they're going out of business sales. Uh, yeah. Still, the brand's popularity has persevered over the years among nostalgic fans who have had an increased appreciation for many things from the 80s and 90s. While speculation continues about a possible return, there is still one remaining blockbuster in the U.S. located in Bend, Oregon. Mm -hmm. As a credit to its popularity, the location became the center of a Netflix comedy series last year. 
So I guess this is our topic three nostalgia piece. I'll go to Matt first. What do you remember of those good old blockbuster oh, days? Oh my gosh, what not to remember, right, Steve? I remember you and I going to the blockbuster in Abington off of Old York Road there, and we yeah. would just peruse whatever was available. And it was, uh, it was a good one. Yeah, you could go and get anything in there, horror action, you name it, and and of course, like all the video games that they had on rental. You couldn't have asked for anything better, and um, yeah, it's just something that you just I miss in that regard. You know, you could go; it's a destination to go to. You check it out. Oh, what movies haven't I watched yet that I know I could rent for X amount of you know less than like five bucks or whatever? And okay, yeah, I haven't seen this movie unless you return them late. Yeah. Uh, unless you return <laughs> it late. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it kind of just rings back to there was like an old. Uh, video place uh, where I was like growing up in the Orland Fort Washington area. And it was really, really cool. Kind of just like, it was not necessarily a knockoff of Blockbuster, but you could go in there and you could rent out like the old Nintendo entertainment system with a couple of video games, whatever. And that would be my reward for good grades, which didn't happen often, but (laughs) little things like that, just kind of, they hearken the memory back. And it's like, Oh man, do I wish that they could come back? Yeah. Do I wish they could, you know, maybe grow a little bit and compete with Netflix. Hell yeah. Uh, in that regard, do I see much in the way of a future though? Eh, probably not because streaming is yeah. big for now. Yeah, and that's my question. What are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> great question. That is yeah. a great question. I, I, Netflix yeah. itself is struggling. Yes. Um, big time. You know, so streaming is having its reckoning at the moment with yeah. whatever, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's just the, the proliferation of competition. Uh, but anyway, so John, what are your fond memories of Blockbuster? Oh, it was every every Friday after I got done school, uh, wait for my dad to come home, and then I would go get the next video game that I would try because I was always into mm-hmm. trying out the video games before I would even think about buying them. And that's what I miss about Blockbuster is because yeah. now the new the new game comes out, you know, and it's like. I, I and I tend to not buy the new video game because I don't get a chance to for a weekend, you know, have maybe have a friend over, you know what I mean? And we 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 you know play whatever that game was and be like, hey, you know what? I don't I don't I don't like this one. I'm, I'm let me try something else. The variety's gone with that with the video games, mm-hmm. movies. I wish Blockbuster existed because I can't I can't do the digital platform. It's too mm-hmm. overwhelming for me. Like, mm-hmm. like the movie swiping, like I just, I, I end up just not watching anything. <laughs> like, just give me I'm the like, movie and I'll yeah, watch Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, uh, like, I'd rather just walk to a place and be like, okay, I like horror or I like action. Go to the mm-hmm. action set. Like on Netflix, it's like, it's like, oh, I like sci-fi a lot. So I'll go to the sci-fi section and then. I spend 20 minutes like, no, I don't want to watch any, where the rest of the, like, where'd they go? And then I end up not watching a movie. Um, That's a real struggle in my life. Uh, I don't actually (laughs) end up watching a Netflix movie when I try to watch a Netflix movie because I just get tired of it and I just go somewhere else. (laughs) Because it's not presented the proper way. (laughs) That's just yeah. Me. What do you think, Steve? I mean, your fond memories of Blockbuster. Oh, as well, I, I, I absolutely miss it. It was always fun to go, and you know, you'd, you, there would be, you'd have to negotiate, yeah, right, 
So yeah. he's like, well, you're going to get that. Well, I'm going to get this one. You can get that one. And we'll just watch it different times. Yeah. hundred. Um, you know, yeah, the video 100%. games. Yeah. We rented Royal Rumble for Super Nintendo. Gosh. Brought that home. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I remember sitting, copying the mortality codes for Mortal Kombat with, uh, <laughs> with, with our friend Eddie before yeah. we took it back to his house to play on Sega Genesis. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm with John, the, I don't like, you know, yes, it's a, actually, maybe it's not a time saver if you're going to spend 20 minutes flipping <laughs> exactly. through everything. I, there's, there's something to be said, and it's just, this is in general from anything, internet shopping or, or whatever. Yeah. There's something to be said to going somewhere and putting your hands on something yes. physical yeah. and tangible and being able mm-hmm. to do that. It's not that I can't navigate the digital menus, but it, there's something, you know, you don't sit around you, we're, 20 years from now. We're not going to sit around reminiscing about how, oh, yeah. Remember when you used to take your remote control and you just zip through <laughs> movies mm-hmm. on the thing. <laughs> you do that. But here we are going like, yeah, I wish I could rewind a videotape again. Just yeah. Uh, gosh. You know, uh, go, go, go to Blockbuster because it was a place to go and to do something. And you don't just sit on your couch the whole time. Yeah, that's hit, a- you were going to sit on your couch to watch the movie, but first you had to earn it go out is, but yeah. that that is the right? that is the existence that we're missing in life there is no mm-hmm. more earning the day and doing like i still mm-hmm. promote myself like i i sit a lot and we do we do video <laughs> recordings i i do a lot of sitting on computer work in my job mm-hmm. but earning mm-hmm. the day of doing tasks like i i am very strong and holding on to that like like with with shopping and stuff like that i do a lot of the shopping because i like to get out and earn the day i like to get out in the sun yeah. i like to get out and move and shake and do do things before i sit in front of the computer all day or like but you yeah. have to hold on to that and that is something that they took away from us I'm talking about the corporations by doing all these <laughs> streaming things. We don't get yeah. those same things anymore. And I would love for some of that to come back. It doesn't have to be everything, but some things I, would be nice. I would yeah. still rather go to the red box. Yeah. And rent. a. a I love Blu-ray the red box. And bring the it home then, then do it on demand. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I hate yeah. paying, but that. they're taking red boxes away from me now. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this or over 40 brand brought to you by Steve. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> no, I think John is a great point. I, I, I think, you know, in a way too, the, the fact that you're there and you're able to physically hold a copy of it, it's like, okay, you can, it's like, and even to test it out, I think that's also from a video game perspective. Yes, John, you're exactly right. I think that's important. You miss that. You miss that opportunity. Every once in a while, maybe you'll see a demo for a game, but it's only for maybe you're playing for maybe a level and then the level ends and it's over. You don't have the actual game itself to rent, to play, and say, you know what? I don't think for I want to week- play this For the game. weekend. Yeah, because you would have for the weekend. weekend. So you would have like two, three yes. days to. Yep. And then you, you went back. Out. Then you went back to school yep. and you talked to your buddies about it. You know what I mean? Hey, yep. uh, well, I, I think Metroid sucks. And then, yeah. oh, we're not going Metroid. Or did you get past this Zelda? Exactly. Level or something going, like that. Going the next yeah. Sometimes, sometimes a weekend was enough to beat a game. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. And so, and yet, yes. even if you purchased it for fifty dollars, mm-hmm. you were gonna beat it in a weekend, and then you were never gonna play it again. Exactly. Yeah. So and why that... drop the fifty dollars in the first place? You exactly. I mean? Yeah. Guess what? You're saving money on that, and that regard too. So but there's your other reward yeah. of getting up and going. Like you get a reward from it because you beat the game. And speaking of movies, because we like to keep things on track here at Two Noobs. Who am I kidding? We, we derail more often than uh, trains in East Ohio, apparently. Um, <laughs> and, and now, to, and now, Michigan. And now, and Michigan. Houston. Houston. Oh, Houston. oh God, really? Uh, oh, there was one in Houston now. Good yeah. God. Oh, jeez. Oh boy, that's ridiculous. Yeah, infrastructure, man. Got to, you got to repair those things. Topic four. Don't worry about this. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg is on the scene, right, Johnny? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not even looking at the camera when you said that. Just so you know where I stand on Pete Buttigieg. Uh, All right. All right. Topic four. We are doing our quarterly movie draft. Uh, yes. If you have not oh, seen it. this before, this is where we have uh, six spots uh, for we're each going to have a movie uh, with a particular thing assigned to us and we have to fill six spots mostly well in this case it will actually all be actors and actresses um, we didn't do a director for this one um, we're going to do it like fantasy football draft style where we each get to pick two people can't pick the same person um, unlike our Christmas movie draft we are going back to the original rule where uh, the person you pick is the person as they exist today. So mm-hmm. you cannot pick uh, Sean Connery as he has sadly passed away. Oh. And if you pick Macaulay Culkin, you are getting 40-year-old Macaulay Culkin, not uh, which nine-year-old. Is not ba- which is not a bad Macaulay Culkin to have. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends, it depends on what you're casting him for, John. Um so anyway, so this this quarter we are doing sports movies since the Major League oh. Baseball season has just started, mm-hmm. uh, and games are moving along much quicker now with the pitch clock. Thing. Yes, so, yes. There you go. Um, yeah. So we're, what, what we're going to do is I'm going to put uh, the four major sports plus soccer. Hmm. It's not a major sport here in America. Sorry, people. No. Um, but we don't hat, hate it. Along with <laughs> no, we don't hate it, and uh, I'll follow the union. You know, wow. to, so yes, they win. <laughs> Finally, um, but uh, so I'll put the five major, no, four major plus soccer in a hat, along with oddball. Yes. So oh. if you get the oddball for your movie, you get to pick the sport, but it can't be one of the big four or soccer. It's got to be something mm. like dodgeball or mini golf or cricket or cricket whatever or yeah. something weird curling i've been training for this all week and i know i'm gonna get one of the four major sports i've gone i've gone sideways with what oddball one will i get and i know i'm just gonna get normal one, and well, it's gonna suck you never know the, the the hat will tell us for sure so i have oh, dropped them go. all in uh we did the we did the draft order um mm-hmm. previously uh before we came back on uh, I get the first pick, Matt gets second, John gets third, and we do a snake draft here. So we come back around in the second round. It will go in the opposite order. There Six rounds. We are picking a star player, 
a villain who was probably a player from the opposing team or competitor or what have you. Yes. Um, a supporting person that could be a trainer, a spouse or significant other. It could be a teammate, somebody who mm-hmm. helps the main character along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you're going to need a coach because it's a sport. Yeah. Uh, you need a mascot. And then <laughs> finally, you need a jerk fan. Like, mm. think Randy Quaid in Major League Two. Yes. Yes. Can go. I have a Something clarification on, on mascot? Do we draft the actual mascot or someone to play the mascot? Oh, whatever you want to do, man. Okay. Oh, cool. there you go. I just, I just want to clarify. I mean, if you had like the Philly fanatic say, you're not going to know who the actor is in there. <laughs> it's, it's up to the person and you do not have to pick in that order you can fill whatever position you want when your turn comes around so yep uh i'll go in reverse order no i'll i'll, I'll go first okay so go my ahead. sport is is oh i get uh, we just did these last week baseball oh, there you go okay all right matt will get huh <laughs> Sorry, John. Matt gets oddball. Yo, yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. So you got to tell us which one numbers, it is. John? <laughs> <laughs> uh, John gets basketball. Look at that. Oh, All right. Interesting. All right. So, Matt, you've got to pick a, a sport that begins with B somewhere across the board. No, I'm hey, hey, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, I will force you to pick your sport now. Uh, if we're going all bees, badminton, baby. <laughs> That's got a badminton. You want to go with? Movie. I'm going with badminton. All right, Why go with badminton. All right, there you go. I, 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 okay. Now I'm making this funny. I got, I've got my leading person because I got basketball, <laughs> and this is perfect. 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 All right. Perfect. All right. So I get the top pick of the draft. I am going to fill my coach position first. Oh boy! Nice. And I'm going to pick Danny DeVito to be my <laughs> coach. There you go. What an actor! Because why not? I want to see him strut out to the mound in a baseball uniform. Uniform. And I want to see him kicking dirt on an umpire. Oh yeah. He is, he is one of my favorite of all time. All times. There's not a thing he's been in that I haven't. I love that guy. I, he is awesome. He is bar none the best character on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's not even a cl- I mean, I love all the characters on that show, but he is so far, you know, Frank, above any of them that it's beyond compare. <laughs> you know what makes him so great is he is that on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he was also that on Taxi 35 oh. years ago. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he is that good of an actor. (laughs) And he played he played a hell of a penguin in Batman Returns. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Matt, with your badminton movie, what position (laughs) are you filling here with the second pick in the in the first round? So I am going, this is gonna be a very interesting one. I'm gonna go with the star of my movie. Right. That is going to be the guy who plays Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I would totally watch a Robert Downey Jr. movie at that he was playing badminton in. Like I, 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 I would, I would, I, 
I've been I was <laughs> a skeptic right? of Marvel for years. And when my <laughs> when my wife finally was like, sit down, you need to watch Iron Man. I watch Iron Man, then I watch Iron Man 2, then I watch Iron Man 3. And to this day, I can say I will watch anything that that man is in. I don't care what the storyline is. I will watch. He's tremendous actor. I will say <laughs> Iron Man is one of the few Marvel movies yeah. that I will actually watch. <laughs> I agree, I agree with you, and he's, he's awesome in that. There you go. I, I could also, having watched him, he was awesome in Tropic Thunder. Uh, yes, seen him yes, he was. Enough. He would make an awesome badminton player. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think this so. one. I think so. What you, what <laughs> All right, John, you round you round out the first round here. Uh, All right, what's your just what's your the, position here? Just to get the comedy going, my main participant in this basketball movie is going oh, to boy. be none other than Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As your star, as your, as star? your lead? He's my star. He's my star. By, he's go. my Michael Jordan of my basketball movie. He's, oh yeah, he's my he's he's my That's LeBron awesome. in Space Jam. He's my <laughs> love it. Love and the it. fact that he's uh, a little under height, I'm sure, had nothing to do with that. No, no absolutely nothing. He's four foot two. What's funny is before you said that, I was gonna say. I should have left Danny DeVito for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably oh, a little too gosh. old to play a player at this point. <laughs> probably, probably. All right. Probably. So coming back around second round, uh, Kevin Hart from Philly, by the way. I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. So you got to set the movie in Philadelphia. He's got to be a sixer or something. <laughs> uh, what are you, what are you taking here to start the second round? So we're going to go with the, uh, the villain. Okay. Oh, what are you thinking there, buddy? The Iceland coach from D two Ducks. <laughs> hmm. hmm. I'm looking something. This is where background music really helps in, pre- in post production, yes. Stephen. Totally right now. <laughs> so we're gonna go very. We're gonna go simply with um, Brad Garrett. He's the tallest actor of 2022. <laughs> he is at 6'8". He will play the love villain. It. Love it. Wow. Love it. I love wow. that. That's great. Okay. I love it. You got, you've got two, two comedy heavyweights there. <laughs> um, I, I'm really digging this basketball movie so far, man. That's, uh, I like it. Like he was a he played a he was a villainous character on an episode mm-hmm. of Monk, and, and yes. pulled it off very well. So I'm sure he will do well on your. Yes, uh, I was I was happy. I was thinking of him because I knew he was tall. I didn't realize he was the tallest actor of 2022. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> like, who knew? Yeah, I knew he was a big uh, man. I didn't realize he was that big. I guess uh, <laughs> Boban in John Wick Three wasn't 2022. So no, yeah, no, right. no. All right, Matt, second round. Who you got here? All right, so when you had Civil War happen in the Marvel Universe, you had Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. His foil was Chris Evans as Captain America. So Chris Evans is my villain in this badminton (laughs) movie. All right. right. 
don't right? know much about him other than he has played Captain America. So yes. I yeah. Can't, uh, can't speak on that pick too much. <laughs> okay. There will be a method. Uh, by, by the way, is this is this singles or doubles? Oh, this is a definite singles tournament. To oh, the singles death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to the, to the death. Interesting. To the death. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very very good. Shuttlecock. Um, the movie. <laughs> See, you've named it already. That's you know? it. It's already it's done. I, I I will work on the logo in in post production. <laughs> All right. That is going to um, come across. We're going to find out screen. who my jerk fan is going to be. My jerk fan is going to blow your mind. Nice. nice. Um, Randy Quaid. Uh, villain for my baseball movie to carve out the second round here um, because you guys have already picked villains. <laughs> I'm going to have Christopher Walken as my villain. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And he's not, not going to be a player. He looked. He would look great in a baseball uniform. That man looks good in everything. So, <laughs> I'm picturing like a uh, you know a bad guy executive or something here. Um, <laughs> something along that line. But, you give him a decent. You give, him a, and, give him a decent hat. He'll be perfect at that. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's good at everything. <laughs> he could come out. He could come out like Mr. Burns in like old school baseball mm-hmm. attire. You know, like the the old school cap and the pants, the knickers, and the yeah. out to the side. Yeah, yeah. The whole uniform. Yeah, that's what I'm loving that. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm reuniting Walken and Devito from Batman Returns. There you go. There you go. There you go. What a yeah, what a right. what a what a scene you just pulled right there. That was. Oh, <laughs> oh, movie gold all right (laughs) let's see here okay so to start the third round um hmm yeah that's hmm 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 i kind of feel like the support's going to depend on who i pick for the star okay and I kind of want to see where you guys go with the mascot before I dip into that. Pool. <laughs> no, there's no guarantee that's going to happen. I'm, go, I'm going off the rails. So <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a name and I'm like, you know what? Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Oh my um, gosh. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a jerk fan. Nice. Okay. Okay. And I, I think this is going to work. I'm going to make Amy Poehler my jerk fan. Nice. Interesting. Nice. I think okay. she could pull that off. Yes, that's oh. genius. I was gonna, leaning okay. Tina Fey for a second, but then I'm like, nah, Amy Poehler seems more the type. Okay, who could who could okay do that? Could pull it off. I'm gonna yeah. follow yeah. right behind that and grab Steve. Whoa, 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 whoa! Your turn. I thought it was. Oh no! What? what, no, what no, no. Matt's Matt's got the second pick, man. Yeah. Go for it. You're jumping a line. All right, Matt. You heard was... Steve Carell. You got to take, yeah. it. take no, it. No, no, no. I, I didn't hear that, but I, I will say this. You did now. Uh, my jerk <laughs> fan, though. My jerk fan. He's gonna slap the absolute piss off of both my villain and my star, Will Smith. Will be oh. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Nice. Ooh, boy. Nice. That's funny. Oh. That's funny. Good job. Great job. <laughs> now, Johnny, what do you got for your I'm going there? Jackass fan. I'm going Steve Carell. Because why not? <laughs> there you go. All right. 
I could think of him in many <laughs> roles of just freaking out for no reason. Because <laughs> his basketball team is losing. Yes. Sure. There yes. you go. Right. There you go. And yeah. what do you All have right. on the rebound? On the rebound. All right. And just for extra laughs, my mascot, I'm going with Dave oh, Batista no. as Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> So the team, the basketball team's mascot is Dave Batista. Yes, as Dave Batista. So you got to think about his. Well, that's what I mean. That's, that's what I mean. mean. You got to think the of the mascot. The actual yeah. mascot is Dave Batista. Yeah, you got to think. Is that is he going to be wearing blue tights? Is he going to be blue? It's, it's literally Dave Batista with that and the music every nice. time. Like nice. every time oh, Kevin Hart awesome. needs a break, Dave Batista just comes out and I walk alone, and it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, is he? Is so he? Funny. Does he have courtside seat or no? That's going back to jerk fan. Is he got courtside seats? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, that's important in a basketball. Oh, he, yeah. He's got to. He's got to be able to talk trash while they're on the court. Think of him as like Spike Lee or Jack. Like he's like right there. Yeah. Like he is. That's what I'm thinking. He. He's on the court most of the time. There you go. <laughs> that's funny. All right, Matt. Uh, fourth round, you've got a supporting person, a coach, and a mascot to fill here. Yeah, so this, uh, I'm looking at this. When you when you play in badminton, right, it's usually in warm weather, right, Florida, sunny yes, weather. Absolutely. All that kind of stuff. Philly Fanatic is going to be the mascot uh, because I need a little Philadelphia flair in there, and I think with him sticking his tongue out, especially at Will Smith, would be hilarious. Could set him that off. Would be, uh, and I would. I would pay money for that. <laughs> <laughs> if That's the good because Matt's going to need the money to get the rights to the fanatic for the movie. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> if the Phillies could work out inviting Will Smith to a Phillies game and have the fanatic harass him on TV, take my money. Gold. Take my Gold. money. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Right. Take my money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh boy! All right, Steve. What are you looking at here? Oh. Star support, and you have your mascot. All right. Well, seeing it. where you went with the mascot, <laughs> and I know it's baseball, but I'm filling it with gritty. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You, yeah. you, you gotta love. You gotta love the gritster. So he's he's going in. He's gonna do all the sorts of normal gritty things that we've come grown to love. Accustomed grown to, to love. There you go. Yes. Yes. And he's yeah. he's going to tweet with with Amy Poehler. That's I hope so. Sure. I that's hope gonna, so. That's going to make the real here. Awesome. All right. So to start the fifth round, I guess I need to pick my star. And yes. I need. This is tough because I got to pick somebody like young and in their prime here. Mm. You know, for coaches and villains and all that crap, you can you can go kind of old school people, but I need somebody who's in shape. Um. Hmm. And I'm thinking since it's baseball, it probably needs to be a, a power hitter. Oh. Since it's going to be a star player. You know, your star players have to, they hit home runs. I mean, that's just what they do. That's right. Uh, I'm not stalling here by talking about that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sure. uh-huh. as, no, as, as, as I'm scrolling down a all. list, trying to, <laughs> trying to <laughs> get the next pick. <laughs> no, we're not stalling uh, at all. No, no, not yeah. stalling at all. The, look, the, the Rock is too old at this point. Um, 
because he's he certainly has the physique for a home run hitter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But he's yeah he's on he's on the wrong side. I'm sure he's on the wrong side of forty by now. Um, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think yeah, you can be, never yeah. have too many of those people. <clears throat> well, we, got, we got three of those right here. We're 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 right. pulled up on them. Someone's not right. coming back next uh, episode, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. See well, you later, guys. I, I don't think any of us would argue that we're not. Wait, any, none of us would would argue that we are in our primes. No. That's true. At least for sport. No, That's for true. sport. Yes. I, I I think I think career wise, probably we're we're. We're where we need to be, but not, yeah, sports. No, no thanks. I'm going to sit in this chair and do video editing. (laughs) Um, I have no interest in throwing or kicking anything. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. I'm going to go. What's what's the guy? What's the guy's name? Um, He played Cyborg in Justice League. Oh, is that Ray no, Fisher? I have no idea what his name is. But I know exactly. What I picture him like almost immediately. Yeah. Um, let's just see. Cast. Uh, oh, come on. Hmm. Ray Fisher did play Cyborg. Ray Fisher. Yep. All right. I'm going Ray Fisher. I'm going to I'm going to give him that vehicle, man. There you go. Become a star. Because Joss Whedon certainly tried to screw you out of it. <laughs> exactly. All right. So for me, going uh, back around here, I need a good coach, right? I need you someone to you. yell, scream at Robbie Dargent. Why did you miss this? <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, my yeah. Coach. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. That's I would watch your bad mini movie. Great. I would totally watch your bad mini movie. Yeah. You would have no watched Shuttlecock the movie, right? Yeah, I mean, at the exactly. end of the day, right? I, mean, I love that he said the, the Philly fanatic. <laughs> I can see it. you got the dude. As long yeah. as that's in Star Wars writing, it's going to sell. <laughs> the only thing is, I'm looking at this roster. Matt is really going Marvel heavy here. Oh, yeah. He is. He oh, is. Because I just realized Samuel L. is uh, is uh-huh. big, plays big in those films, doesn't he? He sure does. Yeah. Huh. All right. End of the it, fifth round, John. You've got a coach and a supporting person. So, so my supporting person, I have to go since you didn't take him, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Because what would Ooh. be better than Kevin Hart's best friend being Kevin Hart's best friend? <laughs> of course. Now, is he is he playing basketball with Kevin Hart? Yes. Or has he got yes. some other role here? No, he's yeah. totally right, so playing. Yeah. But Kevin Hart is the star player of the comedy. So. There you go. Got it. I'm not seeing a lot of dunks in his future. I'm picturing more like a Steph Curry kind of role. He's shooting <laughs> the lights out from three point range. <laughs> it's probably more like Air Bud. If you, if you really <laughs> <like it. laughs> Well, I thought you were going to go there for your mascot. Yeah, you know Dave Batista is a good. No, Dave Batista being Dave Batista, I, I feel. All right, well now <laughs> the, the only to, mascot. Get I into the, <laughs> to get the final round, you got to pick a coach here. Okay, no one's gonna know who I'm talking about unless you've you've took a deep dive into the DC WB uh, whatever they're calling it. I'm taking Tom Cavanaugh, who played Harrison oh. Wells in the Flash series, but he's been in a ton. He's been 18 characters in that whole. Uh, uh, universe. Uh, 
the reason I took him is in Flash, he plays five different characters in five seasons, and he is just a gem of an actor. That's awesome. He sells it every time. Yeah. Cool. I'm just trying to look him up now to see what else he's been in. Yeah. I not feel like I've much. heard the name, but I, maybe not Kavanaugh much. is just. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Love it, though. Mm. Wow. Well, Steve's looking that up. I'll make my uh, choice for support. And since there is, yes, a marble marble theme running through this, I, I'm going to have um, Scarlett Johansson. There you go. As my support for Robert Downey Jr. You need a little Black Widow in your movie. She's the best ever. And uh, yeah, you need you need Scarlett Johansson in that movie. Why not? I feel like you've got a thing for her because this is probably oh, yeah. the second, if not third time you've yeah. picked her. In oh, a yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a little hot for her. <laughs> so, yep. That's my mm, movie. All right. So it's down to me, support. Um, and I'm thinking a, an on field teammate here mm. for, for my star home run hitter. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Michael B. Oh. Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Like him. Interesting. All right, but but bonus round, and Michael Jordan could play like you know shortstop or something, and yeah, yeah, fellow. Sure. Bonus round. Hmm. A cameo, an athlete cameo for your movie. Oh. Because those wow. always happen. I'm thinking like Little Giants when the bus broke down and Emmett Smith and John yep, Madden yep. were all you're right, you're giving right. advice you're to little right. kids. Right. And we'll go. We'll go. I'll let John go first since he was screwed in the uh, draft order. So I'm gonna go. go uh, I'm gonna go Chuck Wagon. Because why not for a basketball? Oh yeah. Yeah. I take go. Chuck Wagon. Charles Barker. There you go. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Will Ferrell for me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's an athlete, but okay. I guess he's Why played enough of them. What? Yeah. He's played enough of them on TV. He, I guess he qualifies. He could be a cameo. Come in there. Yeah. What are you right. doing here? Um, uh, well, I'm going to I'm gonna go local shout out here. I'm going to let Bryce make the cameo. Oh, nice. look at that. Look at that. He's uh, he's rehabbing. He's not playing right now, so he can yeah. he can spare a day or two to, to shoot a quick scene. Might as well. Give, give Ray Fisher a pep talk. Throw him in there. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, I foresee him as the uh, the the Yankee in uh, Major League. Uh, the big the big guy that uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. dress up meat <laughs> that guy that's yeah that that's guy. how I feel Bryce Harper would be in that movie. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Oh, I don't think that one's coming back. <laughs> All right, so now we got now we got a name of my Gus we, Matt's already got his name. Right? Yes. What was it called? Shuttle Shuttlecock. Shuttlecock the, the movie. Shuttlecock the movie. All right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm going to have to make that logo so it can just appear across the screen. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to have it, but I'm going to be busy. <laughs> All right, let's see Matt, we got to come up with something for John's basketball movie here. Hmm. Um yeah, I mean, Airbud is pretty much like taken out because he's not even in that movie. I literally uh, want to call it "Make It Rain," just because of comedic, <laughs> comedic things. That I'm Kevin, gonna go with that. I'm Kevin gonna run Hart, with that. Kevin Hart is done. 
make it rain and r-e-i-g-n yes that kind of yes. thing they win the championship yes. or something like that yeah yeah Go yeah, you have hard. like Kevin Hart kind of going like this when he like wins the title. <laughs> <laughs> makes a shot. No, you should you should have him do that when he makes like a meaningless three pointer. Yeah. Yes, they're down thirty. Down thirty. There's going to be yeah. a lot of the ball just bounces off his head and goes in, and he's celebrating. <laughs> All right, M for Steve's movie, yeah. baseball. Where you have baseball here. I think Christopher Walken is going to be the evil executive out to destroy Ray Fisher's like career. So I, I feel a little drama. Thinking that way. I feel like a little drama. Yeah, but remember, it's a comedy because Danny DeVito is my coach. But Danny DeVito was yes. the coach. So that's and Amy Paul. And Christopher Walken's always funny anyway, regardless. Yes. That's true. That's so, true. You got Gritty uh, involved, hockey uh, mascot in there. So could be a parody think, of like the 1970s uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, <laughs> huh. Before Lasorda saved them, uh, <laughs> this is what they were. Yeah, love you blue or something like that, right? Or yeah, that's more of the Oilers. But uh, I don't know. What do you think, Johnny? With all know. with the roster here, that's a so so much comedy. It is. What is a funny baseball? terminology that they don't that they don't use all the time oh wow ah you know i got it i got it from back in the day on the signs of the game no pepper there you go when i used to play it was always uh, it was on the games or whatever yeah yep yeah that's the name of your all right i'm gonna make one small modification i'm gonna put Mm -hmm. a come on at the end of it Uh (laughs) uh-huh christopher walken Yes. No pepper. No pepper. Uh, there you go. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Love it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he's so he's so good at everything he does. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Absolutely. So All right. Our... Well, that ends the draft. Yeah. Love it. Uh, that that mitten is coming to a theater near you, man. That's fantastic. I'm sure. Totally cock the movie. It. <laughs> that is the, that is the winner of the week here boys uh, absolutely digging it and with that we end episode 131 and it is on to episode 132 holy shit what Thirty-two comes after 131 wow yeah, yeah. i don't know i can I count it's awesome that. It's yeah. awesome. So, do you, do you have uh, do you have anything to say to our lovely, absolutely, ladies not. and gentlemen out there and listening and viewing land? Or no. are you just going to be a jerk and keep your mouth yeah. shut? No. Ignore no. ignore the good people who have spent their time listening and watching us. Yeah, but we are happy Easter to everybody. Happy Easter, everybody. But too, um, enjoy spring. We didn't have much of the way of snow up here, so spring's yeah, right, right around the corner. Let's go for it, man. Go fill. I it. think I've been enjoying spring since December. Yeah, <laughs> so. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, go Phils. Even though they lost game one, it's all good. Go Phils. So yeah. everybody, we'll see you next time on Two Noobs Talk. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two Noobs Talking. Not only can you listen to our entire catalog here on YouTube, but you can also download us on your favorite podcast listening platforms, such as Apple. Google, and Samsung podcasts, along with iHeartRadio and others. Have a great week, and we look forward to delivering another episode of Two Noobs Talking. Take care.